Welcome back for another great episode of God in Therapy with your favorite therapist, Tara Body. And I have another special guest. I told you I'm bringing the people tonight. So I have a great, great friend of mine, Mr. Bobby Dalton. What up? Hey, Bobby. What's good? <laughs> Let's talk. Let, hey, Bobby ready. <laughs> let, me, let me tell you, Bobby came to talk and you just have a special treat because Bobby is just probably one of the wisest brothers I know. I mm. mean, he's a leader in the community. He loves uh, mentoring young men, mentoring other men. He's married to his beautiful wife, Michelle. They have two beautiful children. And so tonight's show, we're going to talk about those early stages of mm. marriage because they can make or break you. Right. They can make you break right. you when Absolutely. the baby's little yep. and you're trying to merge because everybody mm -hmm. think that marriage, the oneness happens at the wedding. Mm -hmm. It does not. Correct. It happens over time. So we really wanted tonight really talk to those couples in those early stages because those are the rough ones. I tell right. people that's when you're getting hazed. That's right. when you want to know, is it real? We got out five months in. <laughs> five months in. I'm telling you, you, you mm -hmm. feel it. So mm -hmm. we're going to start with prayer and I make every guest pray because, you All know, right. You're going to cover the show tonight, so lead us, brother. All right, let's pray. Lord, we just thank you for this day. We thank you for this opportunity. We thank you for conversations that are matters of the heart. Um, there are several that might be in different places in their lives, oh God, and, and, and especially when it comes to marriage, oh God. And so we just pray that this just doesn't, just sit on the hearts of those, oh God, that are going through, but those that may go through later on, oh God, Jesus, and those that are even considering going into the marital stages, oh God, understanding that they are exactly what we just said, they're marital stages. And so we ask that you help us all navigate those by the leading of your spirit. We ask that this conversation tonight be led by your spirit. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Amen, amen. So um, this is God in therapy. So, you know, everybody that's on this show is uh, ministers of the gospel. And mm. um, everybody here loves the Lord. Amen. Right, but right. even as Christians, mm -hmm. we deal with the same conflict yep. resolution issues yep. and communication issues as those of the world. So I wanted to talk about those early stages because a lot of people really don't make it, even Christians. Mm. The divorce rate amongst right. Christian households mm -hmm. is the same as the secular households. Mm -hmm. We mm -hmm. end divorced at the same rate, probably right. 50%. Right. And I think it's because people really don't know how to merge and get that partnership. Yeah. So I wanna kind of, you know, you came to my forum before I did all this. I had a mm -hmm. little think tank mm -hmm. and you were in the room and you were talking about your relationship with your wife. And I'm going to tell you something I remember you saying. Okay. You said, when I when I hear these people talking about this hard stuff, I don't, I, I'm looking at my wife like, she ain't like that. My wife good. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> like, she yep. really, y'all yep. get along well. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. She listens to you, lets right. you make a lot of decisions. She doesn't have that submission issue that we were talking about last week with mm -hmm. Bex. Um, but Michelle told us about how she was raised watching right. that submission. So y'all didn't have a lot of that. No. So for you, you know, tell me about how did y'all build that, that, that partnership, even at, even though you have a wife who is listening to you, mm -hmm. knowing that she still needed to put the input in and be the helpmate. Right. How did you navigate that? And what, how important that is for couples in order to gain those, keep the love and the health in those early stages of marriage. So, so let me make sure I'm um, understanding the question. How did we navigate, call that back the to partnership. me. Partnership. Sure. That early partnership of, even though she was willing to come in and kind of let you lead, right. you still know that God gave you a helpmate. Right. And you needed to hear her opinions. You need right. to get her partnership in. Then you needed to watch your wife and see 
how do I help her? Even though right. she's willing to take on all this service mm-hmm. and do all of this, there's a part of you that still needed to jump in right. and say, you know, God, what am I also supposed to be pouring into Michelle? What right. am I supposed to bring up in her? Gotcha. How so, did you see that? So I'll say it was easy when it was just us. Right. The that two was, of you. Yeah, it was, it was easy, you know, get married in 2014. Uh, and I mean, Come and go as you please, date nights, all of this stuff. You know what I'm saying? You don't have anything to worry about. You're going to, you know, different places at 10 o'clock at night and not having to be back until midnight or after because it's just us. Right. Things didn't start getting crazy until um, them little ones start coming around. Ooh, <laughs> or the little one. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was a major adjustment uh, at that point because um, we had never been parents before. You know nope. what I'm saying? And you know, everybody that talks about, you know, having kids, they give you so much advice and stuff like that, but they don't talk about adjustments. No. They don't talk about- In your like, marriage. Right, in your marriage, um, in the parenting and what that looks like. You know, I'll never forget when we had our son, Scotland, and we were in the hospital, and because I couldn't do anything for him at that point, you know, Michelle was trying to get accustomed to, to nursing and everything like that, and um, he up crying in the middle of the night, and she's like, why are you not helping? And I'm like, I ain't got nothing for him. Like, what you expect <laughs> me to do? Like, you know what I'm saying? I ain't, you know, all of that other stuff. I was about to say something else. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, we nah, know what you're talking about. Right, yeah. so I, I didn't have anything, and and over the stay in the hospital, it was Friday up until, up until Monday, but over the stay of the hospital, you felt this tension in the mm. room. Mm. And she like, I don't feel like you're helping and I'm not feeling like you're doing this. And I'm, and I'm like, hold on. First and foremost, like we ain't never been parents before. Right. So let's slow this thing down and let's go through adjustments. What are you asking for right now? Like, what do you need right now? Because I, I can pick them up, but as soon as I pick them up, I'm putting them right back in the little, uh, in the incubator thing or the whatever little bassinet thing is that you have mm-hmm. in the hospital with the same towels that's from 1945. Right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Those same right. But um, I couldn't, I couldn't do much. And my mother-in-law was there, so she was helpful as well. But I just, I couldn't do anything. And it was, it was at those moments where we then made the decision to start making the adjustments right. and, and what that looks like. And so for me, it was easier once she was able to articulate what those adjustments looked like for her. Because right. in my mind, I didn't know what adjustments, my mind was I'm here, I'm present. Like you talk mm-hmm. about baby daddy, I had brought it, had <laughs> the baby here. daddy, into, hey, I'm here. <laughs> you got a whole bunch of women that baby daddy ain't here. I am in this hospital. And I just didn't know how to navigate. Um, I was cracking jokes because that's my safe you know, yeah, yeah, safe yeah. space. Uh-huh. So when the nurses came into the room, I'm cracking jokes, making everybody laugh. And she's sitting there rolling her eyes. And <laughs> this Cause she's guy. like, help me. <laughs> right. And, and you know what? You, you brought light to something because it's amazing how, first of all, women are pregnant. Obviously we, we feel the motherhood way before mm-hmm. y'all feel fatherhood yep, yep. because we carried the baby for nine months. Mm-hmm. So our brain is already in this mode mm-hmm. of caretaking and nurturing because right. we already got to change our habits. Right. We already have to change how we That's move and the things that we do That's for nine point. months. Yeah. So we actually have like a that. head start mm-hmm. on y'all. So we're like, you had all this time 
we thought maybe you reading books, bruh. You ain't on YouTube. Oh, no, see, you see and I know you big on reading books. I ain't reading no books. <laughs> I know y'all not. But this is the <laughs> expectation we have is, do you not see the thing is coming upon us? We are preparing. And right, we're looking at you right. like, you think I'm getting fat. You do know there's a baby. Yeah, and so yeah. what are you doing in nine months? And, and y'all mm -hmm. like, oh, I ain't got no baby till it come out. Well, like, I'll tell you. Y'all not a father till the baby comes out. Well, I'll tell you, like, during the nine months, I mean, I will say, because Michelle, she is a reader, mm -hmm. and, like, she would always show me these. <laughs> uh, the baby yeah. is the size of a mustard seed now, and the baby is that. the size <laughs> of the lima bean, and then the cantaloupe, and, and all the way up, right? Yaka Kelly is Bobby Ted Yeah, because she would ask me from time to time, did you read that article? I'm like, <laughs> nah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's facts, Bobby. My husband wasn't looking at it. I'm like... Do you want to touch my belly? I'm trying to make him connect with what's happening. Because that's what a lot of women are doing when they're pregnant. They're like, I'm trying to make you connect you know to what I connecting? feel every day. You know where we are connecting? Where's that? The process of what's about to happen. Okay. That we begin to process the protector, provider mentality of everything that's about to transpire after. After. So we're already kind of because we have to be the visionaries of our home. We already are looking at, okay, what do we need to do? How how is this gonna happen? You know, when the baby come home, and you know, and wives they expect this, or women they expect, hey, get the baby room ready. Let's get the nursery ready and stuff like that. We're already thinking that. Mm -hmm. It's just a matter of waiting until the eighth month to put the crib together <laughs> and that's driving <laughs> and that's driving us nuts because and you all don't know this you're not you're not pregnant you never had right. a baby you don't know all of the thoughts all of the mm -hmm. fears when a woman especially her first child they're mm -hmm. like will i live right through this mm -hmm. will i will i yeah. live that's good you know the pain i'm gonna have to how painful will it be right. is what my body gonna go mm -hmm. through mm -hmm. and we're, we're afraid but we don't say it out loud right we don't speak those thoughts out loud because we don't want to put anything bad on it but we're afraid and so when we're looking for you to prepare it's almost like you better get prepared i may not make it right i may mm. not come back home with that baby mm. so sir i need to see you be caretaker mm. before they get here and and we don't talk about that right. and then not having that knowledge that a lot of men obviously didn't see their daddy taking care of a baby you right. were the baby right so a lot of men didn't see men what they did when it was t when the baby came out when they were little they didn't see the their father's caretake for a baby mm -hmm. for small mm -hmm. children they saw their father go to work right they knew daddy went to work mm -hmm. mama was at home mm -hmm. so a lot of men are just in that pattern of yeah. that's your role the kid right. stuff, my right. role is provider, mm -hmm. but it don't work in 2023. I can no. tell you that much. No. It really doesn't work in 2023. So we want to help the people, Bobby, right. to understand partnership mm -hmm. as God intended it okay. to be. Because yep. a lot of these patterns were man-created patterns of... Hey, the, you know, back in the day in the hospital, really, we talking about the fifties. The men used to be out there smoking, um, and 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 and, and you know, congratulating yep. each other. They didn't even get to be in the room at all. Yep. yep. That was just they get told it's it's a, it's a girl, right? Yep. And did the baby get all wiped up nice, yeah. mm -hmm. so you don't even see the trauma on the baby. You don't right. get the men don't even see everything the woman was going through, the screaming, the yelling. They kept the men from 
all of that right. and then brought them out this beautiful bundle like the baby just dropped out of heaven and the woman right. didn't go through anything. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's created this mentality of not really getting diving in deep about what your wife has went through, yeah. what she's going through. Yeah. And then we, women get resentful. Can I just go yes. and say that? Yes. We do get resentful mm-hmm. starting from the gate. Yeah. Starting I mean, from the you birth. got so many changes going on, right? Like, I mean, I, I mean, I get it. I saw it firsthand um, with Michelle. I mean, it was, it was very much so, you know, I won't even say, I, I won't, I won't say postpartum because I can't speak to her experience. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was never stated. Right. To me, that it was postpartum, but you did see certain aspects of, mm-hmm. and you felt certain aspects of it too uh, as well. Intimately, you felt right. it. I'm, I ain't trying to rock back into this, like you know what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> right. And it's like, well, what about me? You know what I'm saying? Because I'm a little selfish as well, you know. And all of those different dynamics of navigate. When you talk about navigating, um, you saw her, you know, say things such as, you know, I don't feel like myself. I don't right. feel pretty i don't feel this and and you you like and me personally i always i'm a i'm an affirmation type person right hey look you didn't push the whole eight pound or whatever pound he was when he was born out that's beautiful to me right right that i mean i can't take that away from you like you i know i know what you processing in your head but what i see is a work of art right because to see this child come yeah, all of that process. <laughs> you were that, in the room. Yeah, yeah, I was in the room. You right. know what I'm saying? To see all of that. And so when you talk about navigating it, it was learning to be more, what's the word I want to use? Learning to be more considerate. Right. Like, right. What, what are you processing right now, right? And it was, okay, I'm processing this. And then it got to routine and mm-hmm. routine and routine and routine. And I'm a sponta- uh, spontaneous person. Right. So when you talk about navigating what all of that looked like as Michelle had Scotland and everything like that, she had her routines. To keep her sanity, you know. And, and I, I think. Know about that. <laughs> well, no, it. Because. I talked to some couples about this, right? Okay. And and the men hate the routines. They're like, she wanted the baby bathe by this time yes. and lotion down by this time mm-hmm. and nap down by this time. Mm-hmm. And it drives the men nuts because y'all Absolutely had this spontaneous nuts. lover's affair of yes, dating. Yes, I want to come home from and work, and, <laughs> get my and, baby. Yeah, and, and just y'all had all this funness and then it started to look like some kind of militant school thing. Yes. And it kills it for yes. y'all too. Yep. And I try to explain to wives at the same time is I get your routine because I'm telling you, a lot of us don't even know we're pulling in our childhood. A lot of women mm. already are saying, I got to do everything perfect for my child so they don't grow up with insecurities, so they don't grow up with issues that I had so that I can make sure they're smart in school. So they don't. And we start that from the day they come out. I got to make sure they have the right vitamins. I got to make sure that they eat uh, all the vegetables and right. fruits and dairy. We over like get to this point of perfection and then when we don't see you coming over here without crazy right we get upset because we're like don't you want them to be the next president mm-hmm. or astronaut or <laughs> and nope. it starts right now nope. and y'all looking like no mm-hmm. what we yep. don't have to do all that mm-hmm. and so there's this war because now we're judging you and saying, right. well, you don't love the kids the way that I do. You're not caring about their future the way that I do. You don't right. want them to be the top of their class. And y'all like, I want them to be happy. 
Well, I'm gonna tell you the secret. I'm gonna tell you the <laughs> tell, secret. Tell most me. most fathers, and I'm, I'm gonna use the word "don't care." Because <laughs> just shoot yeah, right to it. Right. I feel the don't care. I, I think I do. From zero to about six months, <laughs> you ain't got nothing for me, little kid. You sleeping? You're pooping? <laughs> you go, you're crying? Until you can start crawling around and stuff like that, I want to come on. Hey, what's up, man? You want to <laughs> crawl up? Come on to daddy. I want that. I, right. All that other stuff, like, uh, you want to bathe him? You want to pat him to sleep? You want to burp him? No, you do that. I don't, don't want to. Ooh, you're triggering me. <laughs> I ain't had a baby in 10 years, and you're triggering me. Lord have mercy. He triggers the triggers. And we feel that body. Absolutely. And I know we, you do. I thank you for telling the truth because we feel it. And I say it respectfully. I, I know I you do what you mean. I look at the camera and say it respectfully. <laughs> we don't care. You don't. You don't. So you got the one that cares probably too much. That's us because we, we want our babies to be amazing because yes. we're so You want to put the freshest outfit on and the baby ain't going nowhere. Cause, cause the pictures, and we gotta take the pictures, <laughs> and then, and then our mamas them gonna say something about why your baby got milk in the neck, and why they got a rash, and why your baby got baby acne, and, and why they got the, the scalp, they, all the things, the judgment, right? Because they don't blame y'all for the way the kids look. Mm. They don't blame y'all for point. the way the house That's look. That's so fair. we also gotta take care of the baby, make sure the house look good, make sure we remember to sign them up for the best daycare because we can't put in the hood daycare because they gonna blame us because <laughs> now we're not ready to determine their future. It's so much, and we do get mad at y'all because y'all not as pressed. I'm just to be honest. We look at y'all and we realize y'all yeah. not as pressed and mm -hmm. we mad. I'm right. like, why you don't care? If a teacher got a college degree, why are you Man. not looking this up and Googling? Is the life skills there? <laughs> <laughs> and can she teach them how to move <laughs> from point A to point B? Whether they can get, yeah, yeah, so navigating. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's facts, because all, I, I think a vast majority of y'all think that way, but I think God intended it to be yeah, that way. absolutely. I, 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 I remember God, and, and, I, and, I, and I've told this story before, um, on, a, on another show before where I said one day I was grilling my husband just about mm. the way he is as a daddy like you ain't spending enough time with these girls you supposed to be taking them out on dates mm. buying them flowers are they gonna choose the wrong man like I'm like 30 like years <laughs> like mm. these kids are like five mm. and I'm like take them out on dates now buy them flowers are they gonna choose the wrong husband these are the things I read in the blogs and the magazines oh. and I'm going in and it was like one of many times I've done that to him mm. and he looking at me like and he hit me hard one day. Mm. He said, um, how you know what it take to be a good daddy and you ain't have one? Mm. And um, I, I tore up the whole house, I'm gonna be honest. Like, <laughs> I, I raged so hard, like I'm not even gonna lie. I was in my bathroom and he said that to me and it's like I blacked out. And I didn't, I didn't hit him because I'm not a violent woman. But all the stuff on the vanity was on the floor. <laughs> I was like, how dare you? Oh my God. It was it hit me to my chest. I'm like, I can't believe you said that to me. Are you crazy? Mm. But he had hit really truth. Yep. Yep. He had hit something. He actually spoke truth because I was judging him. Right. Based upon my own childhood traumas mm -hmm. of saying, because my daddy won in my life, I feel like I'm lacking something. I didn't get something. And if you don't do A, B, C, D, E, F, G, they're going to feel the way that I feel. But then I thought and ran out my house because I was going to like, you know, 
you know, drive off in real yeah. dramatic effect yeah. where his car was parked yeah. behind we've mine. Been, so I just had too. to walk. Yeah. yeah. I had to walk the block instead and um, go sit in a, in a swing at the playground. And I'm swinging there like grown real hard at the playground. Like, <laughs> people walking mad. by like, what? what <laughs> on that lady? And um, God spoke to me. He says, uh, your children are already winning because mm. they do have a father. He right. spoke true. Right. They have a father, mm -hmm. number one, mm -hmm. in the home. Mm -hmm. So they already ahead of you. Right. They got a daddy that loved them, provides for them. You know, mm -hmm. they see mm -hmm. him every day. They mm -hmm. already got a security that you did not have. Right. He is constant. You trying to make him be some image that you've never even seen. Mm. Something yeah. you read on the blog that a woman wrote. Let's right. be clear. A lot mm -hmm. of the women write the blog mm -hmm. <laughs> telling mm -hmm. men mm -hmm. what they should be doing. Right. And he says, you need to calm down, pull back. You are overpressed. You're yeah. operating in fear. You're trying to do something. Mm -hmm. and, I, and I felt so bad because the truth is he was a good father. He's better than already beat out my father. Oh, he dope. Right, and I'm sitting here making him feel bad for no reason, mm -hmm. and he had to stand up for himself that day. I mean, I don't, I don't recommend it, because another woman might not be as nice as me. Um, but <laughs> he did stand up for himself that day, and I realized I was being a perfectionist. Mm -hmm. And so I want you to talk here in these in these moments here about in those early years, mm -hmm. what are you all going through? that the women are not seeing? What are you truly thinking? Because I get it, you, you're not as pressed about the kids. Right. But the relationship, how are you feeling about what's happening with you and your wife? Right. As you begin to see her pull away, as you begin to see her get resentful, as right. you begin to her, see her judging you and getting bitter and looking at you about what you're not doing right. and the judgment, what is happening to you in those early years as men? A lot of processing. A lot of times people, I. I I honestly think that women don't give men enough credit for processing because we don't process like women process, mm -mm. right? And so we process, and when we process, we're always thinking futuristic. We're always thinking about what's what's to come. How are we gonna navigate this, and how, how are we gonna navigate now? And it's like the woman is hearing now, and the man is like, I'm already, I'm already 10 steps ahead of you, mm -hmm. right? And in that in that regard, when you talk about being creations of God, we're walking in our God-like characteristics mm -hmm. of being already in the future. We're already thinking about, okay, what does two years look like? And with the woman, or I'll say for my marriage, with Michelle being in the now, mm -hmm. it started creating a, le a level of rift between the two of us because She's thinking about everything that's going on right now. And I'm right. like, no, I'm concerned about all the things that our kids are going to be exposed to in school and television and all of this. And you're trying to protect that kind of stuff because for men, it's a lot more social, mm -hmm. especially with young men. How were they going to raise up socially amongst, you know, society and stuff like that? Because society is ever changing. And so we're always thinking about more of the futuristic perspective. Uh, and I don't think that we get enough credit for being visionary uh, because a lot of times it's like, well, men aren't, you know, they, they, they don't stand up to be visionaries. No, they are. Sometimes you got to tap into it. But I'll say thanks be to God that God gave me a good wife of being able to help me 
say, hey, I know you over here. Right. But I need you to come back here. Because this can determine that. The right. day-to-day and what right. we're doing with them right. today is what's going to determine. And we had a moment. Yeah. Like, I mean, be honest, at, at five months, I, I mentioned that at the beginning of the, uh, of the episode, at five months, Michelle came downstairs. I'll never forget it. She came downstairs about April 18th, somewhere up in there, and she was just <laughs> like, what's going on? Mm-hmm. And I said, I don't want a divorce because I had to. I had to make it safe for me to be honest. Mm-hmm. I don't want a divorce. I'm not cheating on you. I'm not considering anything crazy. But if this is what marriage is, this is for the birds. Oh, yeah. I, I don't think enough couples could have truth routine, about that. Yeah. Because the routine of the day-to-day was something that just, and she was like, what's the solution? And I'm like, I ain't got nothing for you. Mm. Because you getting up at 6 o'clock and you going to bed at 9 o'clock. And I'm downstairs watching, the, watching Monday Night Football. Right. And every other episode that I want to binge watch because – you going to bed mm-hmm. and yes i'm considering you being tired but then i also got stuff that i want you know what i'm saying right. needs and stuff like that and so we both at that point became selfish right you go to your corner i go to my corner right and that day she was just like we need to get back to dating each other right where does that come in at and having two small ones and of course you you mentioned this earlier i saw you actually i saw you post uh, a couple weeks ago about how you don't regret not having young kids no more oh gee. and you don't want I young do kids not. around your house no more <laughs> i got my my kids coming over here when we come i love your children <laughs> i love your children <laughs> you say uh you enjoy well-being. them being older now mm-hmm. because you and your husband can date right right we look forward to the date yeah to where it's like all right, Scotty, you got the house, my boy. Me and mama going out. Right. Thanks be to God that we have a network of people that we could literally say, hey, yo, me and Michelle need to get out. Got to. Because you won't have a marriage if you wait right. that long. If you if you ignore the marriage now, right. even when the kids get older, you don't have one. Yep. Y'all ain't going to want to date each other because that's, that's this, a long time. To that point, one of the things that I said in – early on but really now because scotland really understands it is i always say before y'all were we were right so i don't put it was one night scotland was talking crazy to his mama and stuff like that and i went in the room and i was like hey my man right now this man the man because you talking to my wife right you talking to my that's my wife right now mm-hmm. but it's my mom no buddy you being disrespectful to my wife. Right. So now we about to square up from man to man. And now anytime he gets an attitude with her, I'll say, who are you talking to? Mm-hmm. Your wife? Okay. <laughs> so you want to handle this like, like man to man? And that's, the, and that's the hierarchy of God. It's your relationship with God, your relationship with your spouse, mm-hmm. and then yep. the children. Yep. And so everybody in the household has to understand that because the kids, that, that parenting stage will end. Yeah. That ministry that ministry has a season yep. and it will end one day and you want to remain being married. It's a long-term season that it, we don't process. A long, it, yeah. it, right. Mm-hmm. But that marriage is a longer yeah. thing that yep. you want to make sure it's healthy. Mm-hmm. So what would you say to the men, you know, some final words that you would give them okay. to say um, in this partnership with your wife, make sure that, you know, you remember this, you put this in, you implement yeah. this to keep it. I think ultimately understand what she's processing now mm-hmm. and learn to come, I won't say come down to that level, 
because that sounds very high hierarchy, so to speak. Mm -hmm. But I will say that like in from from the the biblical aspect of the Bible talking about the woman being the lesser. Right. Yeah. 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 Of the two come down to her level and seeing exactly what she's seeing among the trees, so to speak. Right. And and embracing that and saying, how can we navigate this together? Because to your point, I've seen it where you got young marriages and it's like, we not doing this no more. We got young kids. We, we do, we, we separate and we divorce. Right. We, we, we can't do this anymore. And so to that, to that brother, that's just like, she changed after she did change. Yeah, she changed. She did. Absolutely. Her body changed. Her mindset changed. Everything changed in that nine months. And either, either you level up and help her level up to where y'all need to be, or you find a way to come down to her level so that y'all can level that thing out together. Amen. And she won't be resentful. Hallelujah. Right. Amen. So um, thank you, Bobby. No I doubt. appreciate no your input. I know that it has helped somebody, some men to understand and some women to understand. We are very different. We right. are very different, mm -hmm. but we are to partner up and do this thing together so that you can get to that sweet spot when they become teenagers and you go back yep. to dating. Yep. It is possible. It is possible if both people are on the same level. So we hope that you gain something from tonight's conversation of God and therapy with Tara and Bobby Belt. But, uh